break it down, down like this. Yo, 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 welcome along everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. My name is Hayden Sherman and it is so good to have your company because it means that you are ready to get out there and crush it, advance your training, get faster, get fitter, have more fun, all that good stuff that we get from running. And today we are continuing a... a trend, a series that we've been doing focusing on 5k paced intervals and now we're throwing a little twist at it. This is the last one in that series. Last week you remember we did 6 times 1k at your 5k pace. Today we're actually shortening it to 4 times 1k. But here's the twist. At the start and at the end of the workout, we're going to do some 200s, some nice, fast, full recovery 200s. They're going to be at your mile pace, so we'll do three times 200 at your mile pace, two-minute jogs between each of them, and then we're going to go straight into four times 1K at your 5K pace, again, two-minute jogs, and then we're going to finish with that fast stuff at the end, three times 200 meters at your mile pace, two-minute jog recoveries. So that's the workout. It's a nice mixed workout. We'll get to work on some, some higher end speed, and we also get that intensity of those one four times 1K reps. This is a goodie. Let's talk about why we're doing this workout after the break. Now, to be honest, this sort of workout is pretty up there in terms of my all-time favorite. These are great workouts that you do, like, I don't know, five, six days out from a 5K race where you want to practice the pace, you want a bit of intensity, but you don't want too much that's going to really deaden the legs. But you also want to do some overspeed training where you're, where you're going faster than you will on race day, practicing good technique, practicing a little bit of a kick at the end with those 200s when, you, when you're a bit fatigued. But this is a really, really good sharpening workout for a 5K, even a 10K, really good stuff. So I love this sort of sort of session. Now, why are we doing this, this particular workout? Well, um, just looking at my notes, we're trying to get this good balance of running well versus running hard. Now, I meet particularly guys that I train, uh, and yeah, there are some girls that fall into this category, but particularly guys approach their workouts like, I just want to run really hard. I just want to, you know, be hands on knees, falling on the ground, puking in, in, in the, the gutter afterwards. You know, I want to be absolutely tanking it, but... That's not always good. We we want to strike this balance of running well versus running hard. So I like to save those really go to the well, go to the absolute limit of your abilities for only you know a couple of times per year in, in a workout situation. I want to go there almost always in a race situation. That's why it's a race. But most of the time when we're training, we want to do it well. We want to move well. We want to... Um, execute the workout really well. 
and that's that, it's going to get get into what I'm going to talk about at the end um, in terms of building good technique because ultimately we want our bodies to become comfortable with running fast, become comfortable with running faster for longer. So doing it well is really important marker on getting us to that point. Moving well, moving efficiently, maintaining good technique, maintaining good posture, being in command of what your body's doing. So when it does get tough, when you do go to the well, you know the processes, you know the movements that your body needs to find to keep you strong in those positions. So this workout enables us to do a lot of that running well stuff also enables us to do some running hard stuff but I think the focus for this is actually the 200s at the start and the the end now the 200s at the start they're fresh we want good two minute jog recoveries so you're fully recovered after each of the 200s it's at your mile pace so that's it's quick but it's not into your sprint range so you should be able to really focus on good techniques so really quality really good technique we want you to hone in on moving your body as well as you possibly can so everything you've heard um, people recommend to you to improve your running technique maybe you've done the the running technique audio um, tools that we've got available on the tempofit.org website maybe you've gone through those and worked out what you need to work on so you need to think about those in those first three 200s then we go into the four by one k and this is sort of the the big meaty part of the workout where you the intensity is going to be raised your heart rate's going to be elevated yes there's a bit of a quality element to it but ultimately this is just getting the getting the work done focusing on bringing that good technique that good movement from the 200s and then practicing it over that um, extended period of the 1Ks. Then we come to the final 3 times 200 and this is where we want to tap into I'm tired, I'm fatigued, I'm feeling like this workout should be over, can I still run well? Can I still maintain good technique? Can I resist this urge to just muscle through the 200, but actually to be controlled, be in command of my movements, relax, get that good cadence, stand tall, all that good stuff that helps us to move uh, really efficiently and move well. So that's what we want to test. Can you do that after a pretty tough workout, can you still lock into good movement? So a few little tips on how to tackle this workout. First of all, many of you, or some of you, will have access to a running track, in which case you'll have a nice measured out 200 metre um, track that you can that you can handle. Remember, uh, a running track is 400 meters, so you can start at the 200 meter start line, finish at the finish line, or vice versa. I like to go alternate directions, um, just to mix things up, keep things interesting, but also to save save your legs from just turning left. But the other thing, um, most of us won't actually have access to a running track. So if you're just using your watch, work out what um, what time it's going to take you to run 200 meters at your mile pace so let's say you're looking at six minute miles uh, that's 130 per 400 so 45 seconds per 200 meters so effectively we just want a 45 second stride so um you might be able to use your gps watch and check that that pace is reasonably accurate but remember most watches will struggle to give you a really accurate reading on pace on such a short distance. I find it's only up to kind of 
four or 500 meters or longer that you start getting more accurate readings. Um, so just keep that in mind. The, the reading on your watch isn't going to be perfect, but um, do it time-based if you don't have access to a track. That is totally fine. Secondly, um, make the most of those two-minute recoveries. So particularly with the first block of three times 200 meters, you're going to feel like those two-minute jogs are quite long, um, but make the most of it because I want you to be fresh, as fresh as possible so you can run really, really well. And then, of course, you're going to need the, the recoveries later in the workout, but particularly at the start, make the most of those two-minute recoveries. And finally, pacing is really important in this session. It's going to be um, important that you keep below that sprint range when you're doing the 200 meter reps. Also very important when you go into the 1K reps that you don't just keep running the same speed that you were before with the, the 200 meter reps. So you need to be prepared to slow down and even be prepared to be running a little bit slower than planned for the 1k reps and bring it the speed up rather than vice versa and be in oxygen debt for the rest of the session. So just keep that in mind. Pacing is very important. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, the thought for the week. This week I wanted to dive into how some tips that you can incorporate into how you structure your running and um, maybe some some goals that you can work on around improving your technique. Now, we, we talk a lot about on this show around the physiology of running, so building uh, your your mechanics building, your, uh, your muscular strength, your endurance, your cardiovascular strength, your aerobic fitness. We talk a lot about that stuff, but we probably don't talk enough about that technique side of things. And I guess there's, there's sort of two schools of thought when it comes to technique. You're on, on the one extreme, the sort of old school mentality is just run more, run, run heaps. Who cares how you're moving? If you build the engine, you'll, you'll build the runner. On the other end of the school of thought, there's um, particularly out there in social media, there's a lot of focus on refining your technique. Now, I, I probably oscillate between the two extremes a lot, but I, th I think... Th the truth is somewhere in the middle and for different people will depend on where you need to go. And it's usually, Hey, what's the thing that you haven't worked on? If you've worked on technique keeps, then you probably need to develop that aerobic end. If you've just run miles and miles and miles, but you haven't worked on that technique stuff, you probably could bring that more into it. So, Anyway, I believe that most of us, all of us can work on our technique and should work on our technique. So here's six tips on how to bring that into your, your running week. Um, and hopefully it will essentially raise the ceiling of your potential as a runner. You know, when we develop our aerobic system, it's like developing your engine in the car. But if that engine is stuck in the chassis of a tractor, it's going to have a very limited ceiling. It's the same if your running mechanics are very poor. Aerobic fitness is only going to do so much, but add to that aerobic fitness the ability to move very well and suddenly the ceiling is raised so much better. Right, so what are those six tips and techniques? And, and before I get into it, I, I'd also say that I think I mentioned it earlier in the show, on uh, our website, tempofit.org, you can download, purchase, uh, they're only like five or 10 bucks each, um, purchase some audio guides that are around 50 to uh, 
60 minutes long and they will guide you through specifics in terms of running technique that you can use in different settings hills running fast marathon all that stuff um but here's six tips that you can utilize to structure your training and maybe some things that you can work on over the coming coming months so all right let's get into it number one is run fast and run fast fresh and often so first of all the running fast side of things is is really when you run fast you put your body under a crucible under a pressure cooker that really forces it to find efficiencies find movement patterns that are better at um, engaging with the ground that engage more of your muscle groups recruit more of your muscle fibers it's really hard to develop better technique when you just run slow all the time when it's all just easy pace so you need to run fast you need to run fresh so one of the problems in just focusing on good technique, let's say you just do strides at the end of hard workouts. Well, you, your nervous system is fried by that time. You're exhausted. You're not in full command of what your body's doing. You're not fresh enough to recruit all those muscle fibers. So we want to do it fresh so that you can be in a position to engage everything that needs to be engaged and you can really focus in on just the technique, not the intensity or the, or the finish line. You're, you're working through the motion of it and developing that process rather than the outcome so that's important run fresh run fast and also run often you need to do this stuff at least weekly you need to teach the body to move well at least weekly uh, in that sort of fast and fresh condition okay number two is use video the uh, this is the great thing about running in our day and age every phone basically has a camera you can use that camera as a device to improve your running massively so whether you set up a tripod and run on a treadmill or you get a friend to hold it as you you run by this is going to give you invaluable information and I, I remember the first time I saw myself racing this was back in I don't know 2006 2007 and I was shocked actually when I um I saw myself like kicking towards the finish of a track race and I was like, oh man, my stride's really short and choppy. Yeah, I'm only 5'10 and so my stride's probably not going to be this big galloping, um, loping stride, but it really affirmed to me that, okay, I've got a good quick cadence, but I also need to develop that power and able to get more out of each stride, develop, be able to chew up more ground. So that led to, okay, let's get in the gym. Let's do more squats, deadlifts. Let's learn to use the glutes. Let's develop that power. So video can be very good at just picking out those things like, oh, I didn't realize I looked like that. It can be definitely quite revealing and hard to take sometimes. But number three is, um, and this aligns a lot to that video is find a coach or a biomechanics expert who can um, be that outside voice to give you not only point out what you're doing but give you those nuggets of gold that will point you in the right direction so I'd say every major center um, in developed countries will have a, a biomechanics um you know, center, uh, maybe it's at a, a running clinic or maybe it's at a university or a running physiotherapist. The key is that this person needs to work with runners a lot. They need to have studied 
thousands of runners for thousands of hours, not just so that they can point out what's going on, but they can give you the right cues for you, give you the right exercises for you, rather than just give the blanket, oh, you need to run 180 centimeter, 80, 180 steps per minute. That, that might be right as a rule across the population averaged out. But for you, it might be right to run 170 steps per minute or 190 or 200. It it really depends. And they need to be able to look at those shin angles, look at where your foot's landing underneath your center of mass. There's so many things going on there. And a, a coach who knows what they're looking for will be able to point you in the right direction with the right cues. Okay. That is number three. Number four is cadence is so important. You just can't get away from keeping that cadence nice and high. So it's almost the first thing I think about when I start a workout in the back end of a long run, when I'm doing a stride, I'm just thinking, okay, get that leg speed up. That's number one that that I'm going to. And then I'm probably thinking posture next. And then everything else flows from that. But leg speed is so, so, so important. Number five is do you feel strong when you're running? Do you feel strong? Do you feel in command of your body? Or do you feel like you're just trying to keep up with your body? Now, it's a weird way to think about it, a bit abstract. But it it shows when you feel strong and in command, it's that you're intentional, that you're running fresh and and fast, that you're intentionally recruiting all the muscle fibers that you need to get you moving more efficiently. So do you feel strong? Ask yourself that question, particularly in a workout like today. Do you feel strong? You're sort of chasing it. Um, So try to find that position where you're in control, you're dictating the movements that you want to feel, and it makes you feel stronger when you're running. Finally, number six, be intentional with all of your running. So whether it's a warm-up jog where just ticking the legs over, but you're still thinking about good posture, still thinking about avoiding that twisting through the torso, still thinking about your legs landing, uh, your feet landing under your center, center of mass. You do that in the warm up. You're doing the same thing on the 200 meter um, reps at, at mile pace. You're doing the same thing at the back end of an interval session when the going gets tough. You're doing the same thing at the end of a long run where you're really fatigued and getting a bit sloppy. You're intentional about maintaining good technique. So hopefully those six tips give you some some clues on how to improve your technique. Remember, we're all works in progress. We can all improve something with our technique and it will help to raise that ceiling on your running potential. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, there we go. This has been a longer episode than I had actually planned. I thought I was a bit shorter material, but when you get into a role, when you find a topic that you love talking about you just keep going rabbiting on and on so thank you everyone for staying with me i would love to hear how you enjoy this workout it's three times 200 meters at your mile pace then it's four times 1k at your 5k pace and then we do another block of three times 200 meters two minute jogs across the board right throughout the workout for your recoveries have fun with it get out there and crush it i know you will Ciao.